In 1 Samuel chapter 18, we have ample evidence that should motivate us to seek God. Saul had his heart and soul and will set against God and against God's anointed one, which sent him into a calloused and murderous state of being. He could not enjoy the blessings that the Lord was pouring out on the Lord's people and on his kingdom. He was so focused on seeing threats all around him that it sent him into madness. Thus is the path of sin. It destroys you. And this is the case of all of you who are apart from God at this moment. You have nothing to cling to but your own sin and pride. And you have nothing to look forward to but your own destruction brought about by your sin against a holy and righteous God. But God has sent a message of mercy and a message of grace to us. Even though God had removed his presence, his grace from Saul's life, that may not be the case with you today. If you find yourself today set against God, rebelling against him, trying to accomplish and satisfy your own will and agenda, there is mercy and grace offered to you in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Just like David faced the hostility of Saul, so too did Jesus face hostility and anger and murderous manipulation because of the undeniable presence of the Holy Spirit on his life. At every turn, Jesus was met with resistance and jealousy because of his growing popularity among the people, so much so that it led to his innocent death. But there was something more to his death than just that. His death was the very reason that he came to earth. In his death, he proclaimed that he was taking upon himself all the sin of all those who would hate him but then turn and trust in him. He was taking on their punishment that they deserved. And all of that sounds crazy and ludicrous and impossible and in no way feasible or reasonable. But there was one more crazy, ludicrous, impossible event to take place that would turn everything on its head. And that's when Jesus came back to life three days after having been laid in a tomb. His resurrection signaled to everyone that his words were true, which meant that he really did carry the sins of those who would believe in him. And now the question is, do you believe in him? Will you believe in him? Will you drop your sin? Will you turn from your sin? Will you hate your sin that has been against a holy God? And will you trust in the work of Christ? If there is something churning in you today, a conviction, a fear, a worry, a holy unpleasantness, that very well could be the Holy Spirit massaging your heart today, performing the beginnings of a miracle in your life. And so the question remains, would you turn to Jesus today? Would you claim his death and resurrection as being beneficial as your own? Would you receive him as the risen Lord over your life, the payment for your sin, and the giver of eternal life? Because apart from Christ, there is no rest. There is no satisfaction for your sin. You stand condemned next to Saul, guilty, and there's no telling when God will remove his hand of grace from you, offering you no other opportunity of repentance. And so our plea is that you would turn to Jesus today. For those of you that are followers of Christ, when you pray today, would you remember Sean Richards and his family, our missionaries in Papua New Guinea? And also remember 
the JITA LifeWord broadcast that's heard throughout Tanzania.